January 27th. Huge weekend. We got the Big 12 SEC Challenge coming up this weekend. Sooners get number two ranked Bama. One o'clock tomorrow at the LNC. The Cowboys play at seven o'clock tomorrow night. They will host that Ole Miss team that OU beat down in Orlando. Um, Other games tomorrow. First game of the day at 11 a.m., Auburn at West Virginia. Then at 1 o'clock, in addition to the OU game, you've got Texas Tech at LSU and Iowa State at Missouri. 3 o'clock, TCU at Mississippi State and Arkansas goes to Baylor. 5 o'clock, Texas at Tennessee, Florida at K-State. 7 o'clock, Kansas is at Kentucky. And then, of course, you've got the AFC and NFC Championship games this weekend as well. The NFC at 2, 49ers at Eagles, 5.30 will be the AFC game, Bengals and Chiefs. Also this weekend, the home opener for the OU men's gymnastics team at McCaslin Fieldhouse. The Sooners welcoming in a couple of highly ranked teams, Illinois and Air Force. And Sooner head coach Mark Williams joins us live now. Good morning, coach. Hey, Toby. Long time no talk. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Great television appearance by you last night, Coach. Way to go. <laughs> uh, my boys carried us. <laughs> yeah, they did good. That was fun. He brought uh, Riddell Gamboa and Spencer Goodell with him last night, and uh, they did a great job. For those who didn't see that show, you are one event in. You guys have participated in the Rocky Mountain Open already out in Colorado Springs, and sounds like you felt pretty good about it. Yeah, we started well. Um you know, we had a couple of mistakes here and there, but uh, it was nothing that was, uh, you know, for this time of year, I felt like we came out really well. We had a very high team score of a 411, which took us about half the year last year to reach. Uh, so coming out right out of the gate and putting up a big score like that's pretty great. You know, we secured second place in the rankings right now, and, you know, we have a good place to jump off going into this weekend, having our first home meet with Illinois and Air Force. What's your early season event strength rankings for your team? One through six. What are you the strongest at? Um, I think statistically we're on the top uh, of high bar and right up there on the floor exercise. Um, after that, uh it looks like we're probably right in the mix on pommel horse and vault. 
and our our weaker events are probably rings and, and parallel bars to some extent, though uh, I think our parallel bars is going to get better fairly quickly. We just, we, we're trying to figure out ring routines that will actually have more difficulty and score higher, and, and we did not accomplish that the first weekend, but, um, you know, we're going to play around with the way we do things and get better execution scores, so I think that will come up. Stanford uh, won the national championship last year. You guys were the runners-up. It was Stanford that uh, finished first at that Rocky Mountain Invitational as well. Uh, what do you got to do to close the gap on these guys and catch them, Coach? Yeah, we've been trying to do harder gymnastics, you know, and, and, and that means, like, connecting releases on high bar rather than just doing one. You do you know, a, a Takachev over the bar and you do immediately another one. And that, that raises the value of the gymnastics by two or three tenths. And, um, you know, the same thing on floor where instead of just doing a, a front full to a, a, you know, one and a half twist, you're doing a front full to a double front, which is, you know, far more complicated and difficult. And so we've been working throughout the summer trying to raise up that overall start value I think we're about two points better than we were at NCAAs last year, and we still have things to be put in, in there. Uh, Rodel Gamboa only did three events last weekend. You know, we're still yet to, to hope to get Fuzzy Bennis back in our lineup. But in general, we're trending in the right direction. You mentioned Fuzzy. How are you on the health front right now? Well, he's been doing uh, one-arm tumbling, um, where he's been cleared to do that. He, he had shoulder surgery at, after the season and then unfortunately had an incident with a pumpkin carving deal where um, he cut his hand. So oh. uh, he's still uh, on the mend and hasn't been released for full participation yet. But, um, you know, progress is being made, so there's still a possibility that he'll be coming back to the team in February. The old pumpkin carving injury. Uh, heard it a thousand <laughs> times, uh, for sure. All right, you got Illinois and Air Force coming in uh, tomorrow night. Two pretty good programs, right? Yeah, Illinois has always been in the top six. Uh, they've got a new head coach, uh, Daniel Ribeiro, moved up as from the assistant position and pretty excited uh, younger guy that uh, wants to make his mark, so – uh, they're they're going to be um, kind of that wild card that could get a lot better throughout the season. Um, they were sixth at the NCAA's last year, and Air Force has improved. Uh, they were just a point away from Michigan at the Rocky Mountain Open this past weekend. Uh, they've got uh, an all-arounder that's uh, up recovering that that placed pretty high. I think he was second or third in the all-around last weekend, and so. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be a, a great tri-meet uh, where a lot going on, you know, three events going. Uh, we'll try to get through quickly, but, uh, you know, the environment in McCaslin is just amazing. We, we'd love to have a lot of people out there to support us. Six o'clock Saturday night. It'll be a lot of fun. ESPN Plus, if you can't make it out in person, but if you can, I mean, watching these guys in person is truly amazing to see the athleticism and the strength.
it is jaw-dropping. Obviously, Riddell Gamboa, one of the best in the country. Who else, Coach, early on has caught your eye that they're going to be a pivotal part of your effort this year? Well, somebody we didn't even talk about last night, uh, Ignacio Yonker is a, a freshman that came in from Tulsa. He's a merit scholar, you know, just a great kid. And his impact on the pommel horse is already being measured in that um, last weekend he, he kind of stumbled on the dismount and still scored in the 13s. And the week before at the H&I Invitational, he scored a 14-5. And uh, 14-5 is kind of flirting with, you know, national championship area. And for a freshman, the first routine he did with the Sooner uniform on, that's pretty impressive. So we're looking forward to that contribution to horse, which, you know, is a, is a critical event. you got to have five guys stay on, just like women's balance beam. And, uh, you know, he can make a huge impact there. Uh, we had two other freshmen, Kelton Christensen and uh, Max Seiler, both contribute well. Both had routines. Uh, Mac was on pommel horse, Kelton on high bar, and they did a great job for us. Uh, Mac is the younger brother of Morgan, who is a fifth-year senior on our team, so another uh, brother combination on my team. So, you know, that, that's been a good sign. that We've got some young guys coming in and filling some of those gaps and, and making us better, even though we didn't lose a whole lot from last year's team. All right, 6 o'clock tomorrow night, folks, roll out McCaslin Fieldhouse. Go straight from, you can go straight from basketball, maybe grab some dinner, and then head over to McCaslin for gymnastics tomorrow night. It's the home That's opener. Right. Uh, basketball tickets get you into the gymnastics meet for free. So make I it a, about a that. day. Yeah, make it a day supporting the Sooners. Don't throw those tickets away. After you get into hoops tomorrow, don't throw them away. Come on over and watch uh, Mark Williams' team tomorrow night. Coach, good luck to you. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Toby. Have a good weekend. You too, sir. There you go. Mark Williams. Legendary Mark Williams right there. Okay, TJ, I don't have a full-fledged T-Row reads the news today. We got too much stuff going on, but I do have a couple of topics that uh, we haven't yet hit on. Uh, we lost Billy Packer last night. Yeah, that was Legendary sad. broadcaster Billy Packer passed away at the age of 82. Uh, always controversy he was he was kind of cranky on the air teach yeah but that's why i loved him yeah <laughs> i know billy and brent musburger was a fantastic pairing i had the opportunity i was trying to think about this on the drive-in this morning i met billy once and it was in the lloyd noble center he came in to call a game cbs came in to call a game but i can't remember what game it was Maybe Mike Halk or somebody out there can jog my memory. I'm pretty sure it was back in the News 9 days. Maybe it was – I can't remember when Billy retired. I feel like it was more than 12 years ago. Um, maybe not. But anyway, I know I met him in the LNC one day, and uh, that was a big thrill. But, uh, yeah, passed away at the age of 82. The NBA All-Star – Starters have been announced. Let's see. In the East, LeBron James, Zion Williamson, Nikola Jokic, Steph Curry, and Luka Doncic. Any problem there? No problem there. What about Zion? 
He didn't play very much. No, but it's a it's. I mean, you know, obviously the percentage are broken up between fan, player, media. So I get it. I get why fans and some people would want to see Zion. He's just built different. He's uh, electric when he is out there. So I, I'm I, I surprised to that. hear you saying this. I know you do not like Zion. I don't. I think you're he's, sticking uh, up for him here. I think that um, he eventually will eat himself out of the league, but that has not happened yet. So give him I an would argue start. SGA deserved it above Zion. Now, if you want to get but into he'll that, be on the team. Yeah, if you want to get into that on whether. I mean, you could you could sit there in today's NBA and say four or five guards deserve to to start um, rather than broken up into you know front court, back court, however they break it up now. So yeah, I'll give you that argument if you want to do that. Then then SGA deserves to start this year. East Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kevin Durant, uh, Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell. Any issues there? got big issues with that team um <laughs> no i don't no issues there <laughs> what about Kyrie's? Kyrie? Uh, Kyrie, really? uh for whatever reason is still popular amongst fans uh and i cannot figure out why um you know i don't know who i'd put in there over him too as a guard i'm not a james harden guy you know maybe trey but atlanta's not been great this year they've been kind of up and down so um, no, I, I don't love Kyrie and I don't, I can't figure out the love he still receives from fans out there. So I'll give you that one, but I don't necessarily have an argument of Jay, you know, Trey Young, Jalen Brown, James Harden, who you're going to shove in there for him. So, yeah, Kyrie was number one among the player rankings, number one among the fan rankings, number four among the media rankings. It is a little bit of a mystery to me as well. He seems like such an unlikable guy. Right. But the players and the fans do like him for whatever reason. Now, did you see that four players voted for Chet Holmgren to be an all-star starter? I did not see that. So the four other guys he plays with, huh? He hasn't played a game. I know. I know. Um... I don't know who. That's what I'm saying. It would have to be Thunder players, right? I mean, just joking as around. A, as a joke, you think they did it as a joke? Yeah, there Maybe. has to be. There has to be something with the four. That's whoever a, a, did it. That's a joke. That's at least an acceptable answer. Uh, I, I would hope that you wouldn't, you know, just mess around with your vote like that. But it, that's better than some guy somewhere just didn't know. And he voted Chet Holmgren an all-star starter. Are these guys really voting for the, themselves, or is it some just uh, their business manager or somebody in their entourage and four guys said, hey, this will be funny. Let's all vote Chet. Hmm. Yeah. That, I mean, well, it, there's something there with that, yeah. Uh, I saw that uh, Chet, I think, put out something on Twitter about uh, thanks to all his supporters this year or something like that. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Uh, but there you go. So I guess we'll get the reserves here in the next uh, few days. And uh, no doubt SGA will be a part of that. They're back in action tonight. They get Cleveland, who's very good this year, by the way. Cavaliers will be in town. Donovan Mitchell on that team now. 7 o'clock tonight in the Paycom Center. All right, we'll take a break. We need to visit with John here at Brown O'Haver when we come back. It is a Friday morning on the ref.
Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. RK Blatt brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. They provide us with our scanner. Copier. It even receives fax still sometimes when somebody faxes something. Uh, they've got our network set up here in the office. They can help your small business as well. 405-943-9800 or rkblatt.com. Just receive answers, Toby. It was your Verizon hub this morning. Apparently, those have been shut down, and we have to order new ones. So uh, that's what it was this morning on your problems. So You mean bef- before the show before started? Before the show started, yes. Ah, okay. Well, that, uh, that just helps. received my answer from Drake, yeah. Hey, give me a couple of texts, and then I need to visit with John. Here. Air Comfort Solutions text line. It's funny you guys are crying about the most unathletic team in the country not getting foul calls. No one has to foul them to stop them. Okay. <laughs> Until you bring up such a ridiculous How dare you. guys getting foul they are, calls. They are not athletic. That is true. They are not very athletic. Could it be true that the SEC made two schedules, one without OU Texas, one with OU Texas, just in case could they be. couldn't come to terms with the Big 12 and leave this year? It could be. But why However, release that? Yes. I would think they wouldn't release either until they knew for sure what was happening. Just because as soon as a schedule comes out, everything goes into activation mode at that point, right? Yes. From a travel standpoint, from a fan's standpoint, everything. And, you know, the SEC schedule has been out for a couple of months now, I think. So a lot of planning has already been done that you'd have to backtrack on. But it's possible, I suppose. Well, you, you would have to think, and maybe the Big 12 doesn't do this, but you would have to think the people in charge of scheduling at the SEC have maybe put together a mock schedule. Like I, they know what they know what a schedule will possibly look like when they do it. I mean, guys for like next you, year. Yeah, well, for when for when OU and Texas enter the league, well, there are probably people that have put together a schedule. I mean, think about all the nerds on Twitter, guys like myself that have put together schedules. Right. There, it's that it's done and ready. There, there will be a schedule that they can roll out. Now, uh, granted, there's some travel stuff that certain people haven't put into place, but I, I'm just saying at a at a conference level, I'm sure they put in put a schedule into place. It just seems like maybe in the Big 12 they haven't done that <laughs> because they're just it might, that might be one of the reasons we're leaving the Big 12 is for just things like this that are just so asinine that we can't get done. Yeah, maybe. Anything else, Teach? Um, maybe the Big 12 schedule is a top-secret document and it's been stolen. <laughs> That's happening a lot. <laughs> That's happening Maybe a lot. it's in a garage somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody's got it. Um, okay, Brown O'Haver, John, uh, you want to give me another example so we can really drive home to people what you guys are all about here? Yeah. We, you know, again, we uh, Brown O'Haver is a in public insurance adjusting firm. We work for the insured, not the insurance company. If your insurance company is giving you any bit, any bit of problems or more to the point, you just don't want to mess with it. You call Brown O'Haver, 405-735-5510. We're busy. Uh, we got time to deal with stuff, so yeah, we had a client, push it off on you. We had a client that had a daycare. They had a water loss that damaged more than half of the flooring throughout the building. Uh, we prepared an estimate, worked with the insurance company, and doubled the amount paid to our client, and it brought their claim total to $58,000, meaning they were originally, when they hired us, they were at $26,000 or 
Is that right? No, $29,000, and we got them an additional $29,500. We doubled the amount of money. It's a lot of money for a that, daycare. That this daycare yeah. has to be able to put back into their business, put back into taking care of their kids, doing everything they have to put that business back in the right place. Um, a lot of people out there listening are like, well, my insurance company should just pay it. Yeah, they should just pay it. But we've been working you know, against insurance companies now for over 15 years. The fact is they don't. They don't just pay it. And that's why we've been in business and been able to take care of our clients for this long. So if you're having an issue with your insurance company or more to the point, you just don't want to mess with your insurance claim, call Brown O'Haver, 405-735-5510. The number one pick of the ref bowling draft has just walked in the room, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Gary Spencer. Uh, now, he did not end up with the highest score, but he was the number one pick. Um, That's not bad. What about you guys are always active in the community? Anything uh, on the horizon for you guys? Well, we're always planning stuff, but the most recent one, just to give everybody an update, are we, ra- we, we raised the most money and, con- and our clients and vendors and partners contributed the most diapers that we have ever risen or ever gathered for our angel foster uh, network down in Norman. Nice. And so between contributions from our clients and vendors and then our matching that, we raised $2,500 and a truckload full of diapers. That's a lot of diapers. Yeah. Uh, you know, and sometimes you do some of this stuff and you drop it off and you know deep down you're not, you're not looking for a thank you. We're just, you know, and you drop it off and people are like, oh, okay, great. Thanks for dropping it off. And you're like, man. That was a lot of work. You know, I just dropped all that off this year. When I dropped it off, it was like, holy crap, that's a lot of diapers. (laughs) And it was like, holy crap, that's a lot of money. And it it just felt good. Right. I'm just, I'm not going to lie. Like it just was like, okay, this is why we do it. This is, you know, again, sometimes you're like, to go to the regional food bank, here's all this food. And they're like, oh, thanks. We get all this food. You know, and you're like, oh, well, I mean, I guess you, but no, the the reaction made a dent. The reaction that we got was guaranteed we're going to have a diaper drive next year. You guys, uh, the KREF um, donated stuff. Uh, T-Row, I can tell you guys, personally donated stuff. Hope you're comfortable with knowing that. Personally donated some cash. I will also let everybody know TJ did not personally donate cash. Whatever that means, I don't make your own conclusions. But, uh, no, in all seriousness, it was a fantastic event, and, and the people that received it were really, really appreciative. So we're definitely going to do it again next year. The Boomer Bevo podcast is alive and kicking. Alive and beyond football season. You guys are still entertaining millions out there. Oh, yeah. Kevin and I are doing it. It's a lot. We're continuing to have fun, and we just talked about it just now. We're going to do one uh, probably uh, this Thursday coming up. We'll drop another one, uh, kind of a Super Bowl preview. Hopefully, we're talking about all the Sooners and none of the. You're going to be. It doesn't matter who wins. Oh, I know. That's that's about the only bragging rights that we have right now in football is the number uh-huh. of Sooners left playing because uh, Kevin just seems to drop forty. Any co- any conversation we have, he just drops forty nine nothing in. What and a it's jerk! Just like, Ugh. right? But um, it also sucks to talk basketball. I thought when they lost Chris Beard that we might be able to like get one up in basketball, but they continue to keep winning, so that sucks too. And there's like a if we beat Bama, you'll have something to talk about, dude. When we beat them, we're going to beat them. I feel really good about it. Um, I think that I think the crowd's going to be big on Saturday. Oh, yeah? I, mean, 
I am not going to be there, but I will be there in spirit. I will be listening to it on the radio. Thank you. Um, I think we're, I think we're going to have a good crowd. I think our boys. Oh, are if I was up. to say that, you would get all over me for that. Well, he said he's listening, so that's what I'm thanking him for. Again, I could say that. You would still get all over me for that. What's your excuse for not being there on Saturday? So we got we have to split up soccer. We got indoor oh, soccer. Oh, soccer. This, is the fa- this, this is the whole family over all- university situation again, huh? Um, TJ's right. I'm backpedaling on this now. I probably won't say what first came to mind. What first came to mind is I'm more likely to see a win at one of my girls' soccer games than I am. I <laughs> you can tell you, but that I didn't say it. that though. You said I didn't it. say it. That's so, what it's all about. So you only go if, the, if you you got a chance for a win. Yes, I think when I we go you. to North Oklahoma City, there's a really good there's a really good chance. Are we you win there this. on the uh, on the uh, Hefner Parkway extension? Is that where you're playing? Oh uh, yeah, by the, Lake Hefner. Yeah, the one that's like in a neighborhood. Ye- oh, so- huh. uh, Soccer City. Oh, I don't know where that is. Yeah, it's right Not next to North it, OKC. It's North OKC. You go just past John Marshall. Oh, okay. Soccer City? Yeah, it's indoor. It's fantastic. Oh, indoor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, indoor. ah okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm Which is you. awesome. I know where that's at. Um, when girls play indoor soccer, it's the closest thing they'll ever get to playing, like hockey. Mm-hmm. And they will unless let, they play hockey. They will throw, unless they play hockey, they will throw a girl up against the wall. Oh, really? Or they themselves will get thrown up against the wall. It is fantastic. Is that the Alice coming out in them when they're out there? I'm talking, yes, but I'm talking to every girl. Oh, okay. Every girl in Oklahoma. I thought you just meant your girls. Will go, no, they are missile seekers. They will go try to (laughs) drop a kid into the wall. And girls are ruthless. Dude, Mike, I mean, you just like, you don't have to yell at your, outdoor, you're constantly like, oh, play harder, work harder. Indoor, it's like, you are scared for their safety and they love it it's so much fun break time Audra Cohen from the OU women's tennis team joins us next the ref radio sports network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver fire wind theft or tornado we can help call 405-735-5510 boy huge weekend on campus again we've told you about basketball on Saturday we've told you about Men's gym coming up Saturday night there, home opener. We got something else going on as well as we welcome in now Audra Cohen, head coach of the OU women's tennis team. Good morning, coach. How are you today? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? Well, we're doing good. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. And it's an exciting weekend for you guys. What an honor. You're hosting the ITA kickoff weekend. Uh, Tell folks what this is about. Yeah, it's a huge deal. It's the first time in program history on the women's side that we're hosting. Uh, it's basically a, a regional for national indoors. So if you win your first two rounds, which we host because we were, we were top 16 in the country, so we host the first two rounds, and if we win them, we get a, a spot in the national indoor tournament in Seattle. And, uh, and so we really need the fans out there to help us. We're hosting Minnesota, Tulsa, and Texas Tech. So if we win against Minnesota, we play the winner of Texas Tech and, and Tulsa. And if we win that, we secure a spot into Nationals. Minnesota, 3 o'clock on Saturday. So we've even filled in the gap there for you folks. you got the men's basketball game <laughs> at 1. Then just right there across the LNC parking lot, go check out women's tennis against Minnesota. It is a blast to watch in person. And then when they're done beating the Gophers, you can go over to McCaslin Fieldhouse for the gymnastics on uh, Saturday night. How good is Minnesota, Coach? 
Minnesota's, uh, I, I'm going to be fair, it, we, we can't overlook them, but uh, we're definitely preparing for ahead of that, <laughs> uh, preparing for the match after that. But uh, I think Minnesota's a good warm-up heading into uh, Texas Tech or Tulsa um, into the next round. So I think Minnesota is, they're short rostered right now. They had a few injuries, and uh, and so we were surprised by the lineup they submitted because you sub- submit the lineup ahead of time. So we were mm-hmm. we were surprised it was so short rostered. Um, you're, it's a third consecutive Big Ten team for you guys. You're coming back from a trip up north where the Wolverines and Buckeyes got you. Um, how do you feel about the team early in the spring? Yeah, I think we we scheduled very, very difficult on purpose. We had, we had very few losses last year. So heading into this year, we wanted to challenge them right away. And I think that humbling was necessary. I didn't, uh, I, I think we learned so much heading to Michigan and Ohio state on their terms and very fast facilities, very fast courts. Um, and it's, it's a difficult match matchup for us heading, heading into the big 10. But I, I think overall, we, we handled it really well. We, we took those lessons. We kind of went at it in, in a very methodical way, not, not emotional, and just got to work on the things we need to work on. And so we're ready for, for kickoff this weekend, and, uh, and we're, we're excited to redeem ourselves in that Big Ten challenge. Introduce us to your team, Coach, this year. If, if people make it over tomorrow at 3 o'clock, uh, who are they going to see? Yeah, you're going to see uh, Carmen Corley and Ivana Corley, their sisters. They play uh, the top spot in doubles, and they're just a bundle of energy. Big hitters, they're going to attack the net. They're just going to play super offensive and, and bring incredible energy to the match. And then we have Lane Sleeth and Sasha Pisareva. They're really crafty. They're, they make a ton of balls. They, they kind of somehow figure it out. Um, they're more quiet, but overall, their their tennis is so athletic, and and it's uh, it's, it's an interesting style, but uh, and, and a ton of fun to watch. And then we have uh, we call them the GGs, Donna Guzman and uh, and Julia Garcia. They're both Latin American, so uh, with the G's in the last name, we call them the GGs. It just is easier. Uh, but they're really crafty as well. You'll see a lefty in Julia. She just her forehand is huge. She's not very big, but her, she hits a ball like she's huge. So uh, we're, we're excited for her to, to join the roster this year. And then we have uh, another new player, Romana Sosovska from Slovakia. She's also a huge hitter with a huge serve. So we have a, quite a few different, different styles of play um, and a lot of excitement and different personalities and, and a, a really a very diverse team that's a, that's a ton of fun to watch when they all come together. Boy, historic year last year for you and a significant amount of that team back this year. I would imagine there's quite a bit of momentum in your program right now. Yes, absolutely. I think we took a little lump there at Michigan and Ohio State. But uh, but I think the pressure, dealing with the pressure of having such a successful year last year is a really big part of our year this year. It's like we know we can do it. But we're, we went and we played a little too scared at Michigan and Ohio State, like we were protecting something. And I think that's the biggest lesson that we need to learn in order to truly be a top two team in the country. You have to own that. And that's a big part of what we've been talking about this year is owning that we, 
we've earned this pressure. Now we have to attack it and and not succumb to it. And I think that's that's our big mission going into this weekend and, and building momentum on that, attacking the pressure, loving the pressure. Everybody's going to play their best match against us, and and I think we're we're now prepared for that, and and we we want that. I get I I get what you're saying. It, you're good. You know you're good. You, you go to the national championship match last year, and you got so many returners back, and you would like to go undefeated and win them all. But I, I'm sure there's a part of you in your coaching brain that is like, you know what? Maybe it's good that we're that we're humbled a little bit early in the season. Maybe we can turn this into a positive for us. Absolutely. I mean, you see on the men's side last year, Virginia won the national championship and they had taken five losses in a row early in the season. And that really shapes you as you get better. Yeah. I mean, they played a a rigorous schedule. I mean, they played an an incredibly hard schedule just like we are. So I think that's uh, a big part of our philosophy is high challenge equals equals high learning. And we need to learn a lot heading into NCAAs deep in the season, and we need to be as prepared as possible. Okay, 3 o'clock tomorrow, folks. It'll be OU and Minnesota in the ITAs, and then a win advances them to a Sunday showdown with either Texas Tech or Tulsa. And then it's off and running after that as the Sooner women go in pursuit of a national championship this season. Coach, good luck to you this weekend. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. I just want to say Sunday at 2 o'clock. Sunday at 2, everybody. Round, so. who's, yeah. who's, uh, Texas Tech or Tulsa? Who's going to win that one? I think Texas Tech. Okay. little little uh, Big 12 matchup there. Yeah, it's always a tough match for us, too. It's uh, They're really loud, really kind of mean almost. They try to bully their opponents. So it'll be a tough match for us, and and we need a, a lot of people there to help us uh, help us secure our spot. What is that? How do you go about bullying someone in tennis? You just yell and you you fist pump right in the opponent's face, and you just like give them all your bravado and uh, and just act like, for lack of a better word, it starts with a B. <laughs> you know, and they uh, <laughs> and they're good at it, and they slap. They have nothing to lose, especially when they have nothing to lose against us. And we've always played them close, even though maybe our talent on our roster is better, but we struggle to play them just because they're so feisty and we are too. And we mm-hmm. don't get that much. Um, like we, we, we don't see a lot of that feistiness all the time. So it's, uh, it's definitely going to be a feisty match and, and entertaining. And we need a lot of people out there to help us through it. So it sounds like if it is indeed OU and Tech at 2 o'clock on Saturday, this could be heated. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. This could be heated, and you definitely want to be there to see it. Absolutely. I told the umpires to bring their helmets. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Coach, thank you. Good luck. Thank you. See you, Coach. That's Audra Cohen. TJ, I think that's a first. I, I, not the direction I was expecting that interview to go towards the I'm end. I'm a little stunned. Uh, <laughs> but I've never it, had a. That coach. sounds like tech in every other sport. Yes, it does, doesn't it? What is the deal with those guys and gals? Apparently, just a bunch of tobacco chewing, uh, street fighting, uh, <laughs> dealing with tumbleweed uh, fighters. I don't know. What if? 
Baranchek came on here and said, you know, they're going up to, well, we'll just say Texas Tech. We got Texas Tech coming to town, and for lack of a better word, they act like a bunch of. <laughs> she just said that on our show. She just said that. Brent, take notes. I want, I, want, to, I want you to go that direction next year. I, I'm clearing the deck on Sunday. I'm going to see women's tennis teach. This could be fantastic. Uh, all right. First things first. They got to beat Minnesota. All right. So three o'clock tomorrow, Minnesota. Get past the Gophers, which. If they need any help, this guy knows how to defeat a gopher, as has been well documented on this show. Get past the gophers, potentially a showdown with a mean, bully Texas Tech on uh, Sunday. Break time. Final segment from Brown O'Haver when we come back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with The Crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. We really needed a four-hour show today, TJ. So just remind me, next time we come to Brown O'Haver, we've got to talk about the possum that uh, John made Alice get out of the house and the ghost that is haunting the Brown O'Haver offices. Both both true stories. Both very real, very true stories. There is right now, 15 feet from me, a hat, fedora-looking hat, that was apparently brought into the office by a ghost. Wow! Who uh, frequents the place? So we got to talk more about this. Nobody's claiming it. Nobody's claiming it. Two days ghost. now, I haven't been able to. I, I, we've gotten away from uh, the fact that uh, I somehow got sucked into the new slap league that Dana White has started, and I couldn't turn away from it the other night. Oh man, that stuff's fantastic. Oh my goodness, I I don't like watching it, and I couldn't turn away. It's fantastic. It's just unbelievable. Is this is on uh, Chris Plank with us? Yes. Hi, Chris. Morning. Is this How's Slap it? League on television somewhere? Uh, TBS, yeah. It was on TBS the other night, and I'm flipping past, and it made me stop, and I didn't turn away the rest of the episode. It's really hard to. Yeah. <laughs> sl- TJ, are you with me that the slow-mo the slow is like the greatest is slow-mo? Real. It can't be real. It's like it's CGI something. The I'm s- like, nobody's face moves that way. It's the greatest slow-motion effects of anything I've ever seen in my life, and it's amazing. It's enthralling. You can't turn away from it. He's right. Can you imagine the release forms that these guys have to sign to? <laughs> guys were uh, uh, in concussion protocol within seconds of being slapped to the ground. Yeah. 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 Good morning, Chris. How are you today? I'm good, man. How are you guys? Uh, good. I think. Are we good, fellas? Been I think everybody's show. good. Great yeah. show. I think we're all good. we're all good. Eager uh, to see if the Sooners can knock off the Tide tomorrow. What's on your mind today, man? Well, you're getting close you. to softball season. Um, yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. But I'm all in on hoops today, uh, and, and we're very grateful that you were um, willing to allow us, since we're here, I'm, I'm taking my steps around the upper level of the LNC right now. And um, as we're getting ready for, you know, that big game tomorrow, Oklahoma-Alabama, Big 12 SEC Challenge, you were kind enough to say, you know what, I talk to Porter every Friday. Thank you and Josh. Get Porter Moser today at 930. So That's we're right. here to try to sell some tickets. Hero, we're here to sell some tickets. 
at the Lloyd Noble Center today, and uh, I'm excited to talk to Porter. It's the first time we've had a chance to get him on the show since preseason, and um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, you want to see how this team responds, right? That's the mm-hmm. that's the big question, and what was hands down, I, I think, one of their most disappointing performances of the season. Let's see how this team reacts. Brandon Miller is the freshman's name at Alabama that is going to be a top five pick, probably a top three pick, maybe a top one pick. We'll see. But averaging 20 points a game, this guy is long and lanky and can shoot and can dunk. He's unbelievable. So I'm guessing we're going to see Brandon Miller and Jalen Hill locked up quite a bit tomorrow. That'll be fun. And I mean, you, it's you the only it. option. He, he's given up some size to Brandon Miller, but that's that's really their only option. That's going to be fun to watch. So, because you mentioned draft, and I'm doing everything I can to not turn my show into an NFL draft show every single day, Tebow. <laughs> um, I was looking ahead a little bit in anticipation of of tomorrow for the NBA draft, and you're right. Uh, listen, Wimbenyana is kind of hands down perceived as the number one pick. Yeah. Um, but, but. This dude, <laughs> he's right there at two, three, or four in just about every single way too early projection that you can find. So uh, you're going to see him. <laughs> Alabama's got a couple NBA dudes on that roster. You know, Nate Oates mm-hmm. has done a really good job, Toby. A couple you know, of lottery lot picks, of probably. Yes. We've had a lot of debates on shows about uh, football schools being able to uh, do things in basketball like a Duke or North Carolina. And – We'll see what the sustainability is, but for right now, man, he has that home court is rocking. Yeah, uh, Alabama fans are talking basketball. It's 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 really cool to see. It really is. They're building now, a new uh, arena like uh, there, or at least renovating it. But they're building a new arena. Nate Oates mm-hmm. has done a great job. You know, I think it was his first year they came in here a couple of years ago, and the Sooners got him on that big yep. Elijah Harkless shot. But it's going to take a significant effort tomorrow to uh, pull off the upset, which means we need the place packed. So get after it today, Plank. You sure you don't want another hour to talk about possums and ghosts? I do. I, I, we don't, we're going to table it, Dude. and I'm going to be back to Brown O'Haver okay. soon. All right. Soon. Good, did you hear the Audra Cohen interview, by the way, Plank? No, I did not. I missed it. Go back and listen to the end of the interview. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Have a good show today, Chris. <laughs> See you guys. Have a great day. See you, John. Thanks to Mark Williams and Audra Cohen for joining us today. John, thanks to you for hosting us as always. Alice as well. Brown O'Haver, folks, 405-735-5510. See if they can help you. I'll be with you tomorrow. Pregame coverage, 1230 at the LNC. Have a great weekend, everybody.